Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Is that all the oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Seat pockets on planes are mostly filled with in-flight magazines, a plane safety guide, and information about the airline. But they're also home to all sorts of trash, grime, and bacteria that just don't belong there. A passenger coughs into a tissue or wipes their runny nose with a handful of them. But instead of immediately getting rid of them, it gets placed into the seat back pocket. Now another passenger comes along on the very next flight, sitting in that same exact seat. With limited space around them, putting some of their belongings into the pockets leads to potentially millions of germs spreading significantly to them. It's no wonder that these seats back pockets can get so nasty. Everybody puts their trash inside of them. Passengers often leave uneaten candy bars, diapers, apple cores, and nuts. This leaves crumbs and other matters everywhere. All of this trash is taken out before the next flight, but they're rarely ever deeply cleaned. It's all dependent on the airline itself as to how often they'll really clean the plane and wipe everything down properly. The plastic tree tables where we eat and place our things are one of, if not, the dirtiest parts of any airplane. These seatback tray tables that we use can have over 2,000 CFUs, colony-forming units of bacteria, per square inch living on their surface. The ridged texture keeps cups of soda from sliding off the table, also creating tiny mountain ranges where the microbes attach themselves. Sugary sodas and juices that spill onto tray tables throughout flights give bacteria the perfect environment to stay and feed. Bacteria love living on this plastic almost as much as human skin. And there are lots of microbes that your tray catches and holds onto, especially when they're not thoroughly cleaned. Much like air vents that are always fiddled with, seatbelt buckles are probably the most touched thing on any aircraft. The average buckle can contain nearly 1,000 colony-forming units of bacteria per square inch on it at all times. Passengers touch seatbelt buckles to go to the bathroom. Even after washing their hands, people will walk down the aisle touching all the headrests for balance to get to their seat. After settling in and buckling up, most will then touch their face, eyes, phone, and even food for the rest of the trip. Airports can be big virus spreaders, but they're cleaned constantly. The same cannot be said for the subway, buses, or even taxis. Subway door handles, luggage carts, chairs, seats, and poles are very rarely cleaned and are a breeding ground for all sorts of nasties. New York City's subway system is one of the dirtiest in the world, with a mind-boggling 2 million bacteria colonies per square inch on nearly every surface. Many of these have still yet to be identified. They're that rare. It goes with you everywhere, sometimes even into the bathroom. As a result, cell phones could be up to 10 times dirtier than any toilet seat. E. coli, 
The bacteria that can give stomach cramps and fevers can live for hours on warm surfaces like phones. The best solution? Wash your hands thoroughly before touching phones and make sure that phone gets a good wipe down with a disinfectant. Most people have a smartphone by them day and night, meaning that all the bacteria picked up during the day is transferred to them. Everyone touches the remote control at some point, but it isn't even thought of when cleaning the house. It falls to the floor or gets into the side of the sofa, a warm, dark home for mold and bacteria, where there are lots of crumbs and grime. A good clean with an antibacterial wipe every so often will help keep it shiny and germ-free. Blowing out candles on a birthday cake can expel a mist of saliva that always lands on the birthday cake frosting. This can lead to some very unhappy birthday parties if someone is sick. Sometimes it's better to skip the candles altogether or accept the risk that every day is someone's birthday celebration and a little bit of spit won't always hurt you. A single ATM gets touched by hundreds of people in a day. The chances that at least one of those people touching the buttons is sick and freely spreading the flu or cold is naturally quite high then. The flu, for example, can live up to two days on objects. It can even be days after someone has recovered from that virus that it'd still be active and spreadable. ATMs are cleaned, but not all the time. It would be impossible to service every single one in a major city daily. A single dollar bill can be home to thousands of different kinds of bacteria, including the usual suspects like E. coli, staph, and a bacterium that causes acne breakouts. Paper money can reportedly carry more germs than a household toilet, and bills are a hospitable environment for gross microbes. The smaller in value of the bill, the dirtier it will be because it's in circulation more. Money can't be cleaned like a lot of things, but taking it to a bank for new, hopefully cleaner bills is possible. Use hand sanitizer and wash your hands after handling money too, just in case. Grocery store shopping carts can have more bacteria on them than what's ever been found in public restrooms. That includes toilet seats and the flushing handles. Cleansing wipe dispensers have been appearing at many major grocery chains, and some stores even go the extra mile to clean them after the day's through. But these simply aren't enough to keep up with the petri dish that the handles are. With over 100,000 bacteria per square inch, it's nearly impossible to keep them clean. Toothbrush holders hold onto moisture and are rarely cleaned, making them one of the dirtiest things in our homes. It can be filled with salmonella, E. coli, and lots of mold over time when it's not getting cleaned regularly. Wash your toothbrush holder in hot, soapy water every week to minimize the chances of getting sick. Toothbrushes should be changed every three to four months for a very good reason. It takes a while for the toothbrush to dry. This creates the perfect home for mold and fungus to spread and grow. You heat a pack of popcorn in the microwave, and there are small unpopped grains left. You can get rid of them before you open the bag. See this little tiny hole at the top? Shake the pack over the plate, and all the grains will fall out of the hole. It's much better to peel off the stickers, not from the bottom to the top, but tear them off from the side. This way, the paper remains flat, and its low side doesn't bend. Peel the banana starting from the top, then you will not have to squeeze the bottom of the fruit. The hole on the pan handle can be used not only to hang it on the wall. You can insert a spoon into this hole while cooking a soup. Cardboard containers with Chinese food can be opened so that four paper walls lie flat on the table. So, all you need to do is unfold the container. This way, you'll get a very realistic plate.
and scorching food will cool down faster. An easy way to peel an orange is to cut off the top and end of the orange. Then, cut it in the center to the middle. Then, unroll the fruit. Almost all people misuse a travel pillow. Usually, the two ends of the U-shaped cushion are directed forward. The correct position is to turn the pillow on the other side. The arc should be under your chin, and the two ends should look back. Your neck will feel much more comfortable in this position, and you'll get a great nap. Your ceiling fan has two modes, for winter and summer. You need to find the switch on your fan. Switch up to start winter mode, or down for summer mode. In summer mode, the fan pushes the air down, and it sucks the air up in winter mode. According to the rules of etiquette, you must first let those who leave the room, building, elevator out, and only then can you enter. First, they come out, then you come in. If you're inside, then you come out first. This simple rule will help to avoid a collision. In restaurants and cafes, toothpicks are always on the table. Most people use them incorrectly when they pick their teeth immediately after eating. The correct and cultured way is to go into the restroom and carefully pull out all the food leftovers from your mouth. Here's the right way to tie a garbage bag without making this little hole on the top. Don't tie these thin straps together. Hold them up, make a knot, wrap them around the knot through the loop, and here you have a good tight seal. To properly dry your sneakers in the dryer, you need to tie the laces together. Then put the sneakers inside the dryer, but leave the laces tips sticking out. Close the lid so that it clamps the shoelaces. Done! Wired headphones fit much better in your ear if you put them on in a way when the tips with the wire direct up. Then, the wire can be put around the auricle. So, your headphones will not fall out of the ear. A bobby pin should be attached with the wave side closer to the head. Then it will not fall out of your hair. Don't brush your teeth with an electric toothbrush using fast movements. The electronic toothbrush should pass smoothly through the teeth. You can tear a bag of sugar with one hand. Hold the bag above a mug. Just place it on your index and middle finger. Then press your thumb into the middle of the bag. It will break the center and sugar will easily pour out. When you pour juice or milk, keep the neck of the box at the top, above the glass. Then there will be less splashing. You wear sunglasses and enter the room. Where are you going to hide them? Do you leave it on your head, hang it in your shirt collar, or put it in your pocket? The best way is to put the glasses in the breast pocket so the lenses will be inside and only one temple sticks out of the pocket. Your glasses will be safely inside and the lenses will be protected from damage. When you flush the toilet, always cover it with a lid. Small imperceptible particles of dirty water and germs splash when pressing the flush button while keeping the toilet lid open. You don't have to tear off the plastic sheeting from the dishwasher tablet and crumble it. Just put it in the tank and close it. The water will dissolve the sheeting. It doesn't work with all the brands out there, so check the instructions. The compartment under the stove is not properly used when you put only pans and pots inside. You can put dishes with food there. The heat from the oven will keep the food warm. This is useful when you're waiting for guests who are running late. Almost everyone has a plunger with a round rubber shape. In the movies, we have seen how many times it's used to eliminate a blockage in the toilet. In fact, this plunger is needed to eliminate a blockage in the sink. For the toilet, you need to use another special plunger. 
you're eating a taco, and all the food is falling out on the other side. Put another tortilla on a plate. All the fallen food will be on it, and thus, you have another small taco. Ah, yes, everyone loves a holiday. But figuring out what to pack in your luggage can be a daunting task, especially when you're limited on weight and baggage space. Not to mention, you're likely to do some holiday shopping on your adventure away from home. So, you're going to need extra space on your return for all those souvenirs you've collected. Accumulating too much weight or bulk can end up costing you a handsome fee with the airline if you're not properly prepared. But you can now relax. You just focus on booking your vacation. We'll take care of your luggage with these handy traveling tips. No doubt your clothes are going to take up the bulk of your luggage. Considering most airline standards permit one bag for most local trips and up to two bags for longer distances, that doesn't grant you a whole lot of space if you plan on being fashionable on your getaway, especially in the winter. However, this doesn't mean you have to turn your undergarments inside out for repeated use. The key here is to be clever with how you pack. Firstly, you might want to consider how you're folding your clothes. The most space-efficient method to store your wardrobe in a suitcase for travel is to roll up each item. Think of your clothes like those sleeping bags you used to take on your camping trips. They always seem too thick for their compacted covers, but with perseverance, you could roll it up tight enough to fit inside. Now, you don't need to wrestle with your clothes quite as much, but the same principle here applies. Start by folding your shirts, pants, and whatever else you plan on packing neatly, similar to how you might find them on a clothing store shelf. Then, when you have them in a relatively rectangular or squared-off shape, roll them up tightly. Now that you have your little clothes logs, start packing them into your bag. And behold, extra space! Now, here's something we've all experienced arriving at our holiday destination. We drop our suitcase on the hotel bed, open it up, only to find all our clothes unfurled and scattered like a tornado stormed through our bag. Your luggage has had a rough journey from your home to your holiday destination. It's been dragged through airport terminals, tossed around by baggage handlers, and rocked back and forth during in-flight turbulence. A simple stationary item, rubber bands, will help you keep your clothes neat. Now that you've got them rolled up, place a couple of rubber bands around them to keep them from unfurling. This is an especially neat trick if you want to roll an outfit together as one. Maybe you've got head-to-toe denim that you can't wait to rock on your getaway. Fold up your clothes as before, then layer the different items of your ideal outfit atop each other. Roll them up as one, then use the rubber bands to keep them together. You can preemptively decide your day-to-day outfits before you even board the plane. However, you may still prefer to fold your clothes, especially business or formal shirts and pants. Lucky for you, we have a handy trick for that, too. Instead of folding each item individually, we're going to lay it out all on top of each other. Start with your shirts and tops, alternating with one on top and one on the bottom, keeping the necks of your shirts at the center. Work your way down to your pants and smaller items until they're all laid out flat. Try to keep your pants in the middle. Finally, start folding your items in on themselves, with the shirts creating the outer layer until you end up with a neat bundle, like a present. You should be able to sit your bundle squarely into your bag. Want to save even more luggage space? Instead of putting your undergarments and socks into their own section, try fitting them into available spaces and gaps within the rest of your luggage. 
If you plan on taking a cap with you, for instance, the inside of your headwear is a great space to store your socks. This applies to other small luggage items too, such as phone chargers and ties. Though keep in mind that you can also lay your ties and belts out flat across the clothes in your luggage to conserve space. And if you're really limited on baggage size, say all you have is a carry-on for a fortnight long trip, here's another method. Get yourself some compression bags to store your clothes in. These bags will compact multiple sets of clothes into the size of a small laptop bag. Fold up the clothes you intend to pack and store them into the compression bag. You should be able to fit 8 to 10 standard clothes items or a few bulky ones. Once you've filled the bag, seal it and squeeze the air out through the built-in one-way pressure valve. The easiest way to do this is either by rolling it, and you should be pretty good at rolling your clothes by now, or by using your knees to apply pressure. You should be able to fit 2 to 4 of these compression bags in your standard carry-on suitcase, which is especially helpful if you want to save money by avoiding checked-in luggage. And you can take even more clothes on board with you if you stick them into a pillowcase. The best thing about this tip is that it also doubles as a comfy pillow for you to rest your head on during the flight. If you do have a bit more space to spare, another great way to keep your stuff organized is with packing cubes. It might not be as space efficient as compression bags, but a lot of travelers prefer them for tidier and well-organized packing. You might like to divide them by outfits or clothes types, such as one for pants and one for tops. You can easily purchase packing cubes from most online retail services and travel and camping stores. There are also packing cubes specially designed for one or more pairs of shoes. Are the letters SSSS on your boarding pass a reason to worry? What's much more dangerous than turbulence? Should you really be the first to board the plane? You're about to figure it out. You might have noticed that most planes have blue seats. There's no mystery here. Airlines opt for this color because it's considered to have a calming effect. This color supposedly puts passengers at ease and helps even the most nervous flyers to relax. But there's also another, more practical reason. Stains, dirt, and scrapes are less visible on dark blue fabric. Never throw your boarding pass away in a public place. It contains tons of your sensitive information, including your name and frequent flyer number. This in turn may allow someone else to check your future bookings, change your seat, or even cancel your flights. So the best way to deal with the boarding pass for a flight you've already boarded is to take it home and feed it through a paper shredder. By the way, if you ever see the letters SSSS or S on your boarding pass, Get ready for additional security checks. Instead of these letters, there may be a checkerboard pattern. Anyway, if you have any of these marks, your carry-on luggage can also undergo a thorough inspection. Why might they choose you for secondary screening? Some of the criteria are making a one-way reservation or paying cash for your ticket. In some cases, the selection is absolutely random. Look, your gate is open and the boarding is started. Wait. Where are you running? There's no need to hurry. The trick experienced globetrotters use is always board last. For one thing, you don't have to waste time standing in line. Then there are fewer people on the jetway and in the aisle, and you spend less time on the plane. No one is going to take your seat anyway. There's one exception though. 
If you have a bulky carry-on bag, it may make more sense not to board last. Otherwise, the chances are high that all the overhead bin space will be occupied by the time you reach your seat. And then your bag may end up in another part of the plane, and you'll have to wait till the other passengers disembark before you get to your luggage. Duh! Before takeoff and landing, flight attendants usually flip a small switch on the bathroom door. This prevents it from flying open when it's not supposed to. With the same ease, a flight attendant can open the door when someone is inside. Look, they only need to lift the lavatory sign and move the knob into the unlocked position. Pilots don't worry about turbulence. That's because they know that there is a thing way more dangerous than any turbulence. It's an updraft. In most cases, turbulence only drops you a couple of feet down, even though it might feel as if you're falling from the top of the Empire State Building. If the turbulence is strong enough for the pilots to ask flight attendants to sit down, the plane can go 10 to 20 feet down. The most extreme white-knuckle turbulence is super rare. But an updraft is a big air mass, part of a storm or some other weather phenomenon, moving upwards. Pilots don't see updrafts on their radars at night, and when a plane hits one, it feels like driving over a huge speed bump at 500 miles per hour. An updraft is also extremely treacherous because it can push an aircraft upward to dangerous altitudes. Modern planes have a special system that detects other aircraft, mountains, and different solid objects in their path. Ten miles away from another plane and a voice in the cockpit starts chanting, Traffic! Traffic! Five miles closer and the same voice begins to give pilots the directions. Airplanes can operate with one engine, even during takeoff and landing. Both engines failing simultaneously is almost unheard of. But even then, a plane wouldn't drop from the sky like a rock. Pilots would have up to 20 minutes to find a suitable place to land. The way the cabin is pressurized has a great effect on your taste buds. You lose up to 30% of your ability to taste sweet and salty things. In other words, it's not that airplane food isn't tasty, you just don't feel its flavor. That's also the main reason why airline catering companies add extra salt and spices to the dishes they cook. But you know what may help you? Noise-canceling earphones. For some reason, that probably has a scientific explanation. Cutting off all that noise around can help your taste buds. Each of those dings you hear during the flight has its own meaning. In most airlines, a Boeing soon after takeoff indicates that the landing gear is getting retracted. Three dings in a row means more urgency than just one. A high-low ringtone informs crew members that their colleague needs them in another part of the plane. Three low chimes means some serious turbulence ahead. Crew members are supposed to put away meal carts, take their seats, and fasten their seatbelts. If you're a nervous flyer, Pick a seat in the middle of the cabin. Turbulence mostly affects the front and rear parts of the cabin. The middle section, which is over the wings, doesn't shake so much. Pilots and co-pilots eat different meals. The reason for this precaution is very simple. Imagine both pilots having the same dish and getting food poisoning. In this case, neither of them will be able to control the plane. If they still want to have the same dish and won't agree to have anything else, there's a safety net. Pilots don't have their meals at the same time. If one pilot ate the dish and still feels okay several hours later, 
the other pilot can brave their meal as well. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.